Hey, my name is Kelly Smith, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown. Welcome to episode 11 of the Minnesota Music Shakedown, a podcast dedicated to spinning some of the best original Twin Cities and beyond area music. Featured this week are songs by Speakeasy, Capital Sons, and also hear part two of my interviews and more music from Kelly Smith and Barrel Flash. I'm your host, Mark Sterry, and thank you for supporting live and local music. Hey, this is Speakeasy from St. Paul, Minnesota, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown.
That was Minneapolis-based indie pop artist Speakeasy with her new 2022 release, Love Me Wild, Love Me Crazy. Check her out at speakeasy.com and all social media platforms for cool videos, news, and upcoming events. Next up is part two with my interview with singer-songwriter Kelly Smith about her new album, Moonchild, and after Hear the Track, I'll Let Go. So this was written, I'll Let Go was written... um, well into uh, the the production period for the other songs, I think Joel Schwartz and I had been working together for maybe three months by then. <laughs> and here's the thing. The first song that we uh, um, produced and collaborated on together for the record was Moonchild. It was the first time I'd ever done anything like this, right? So... I didn't, you know, I didn't know the technology. Like I said, I knew a little bit, but there was still this huge learning curve. Um, so I'm, I'm learning the technology. I'm ordering fancy mics and, and waiting, and then I'm getting sick. And there's all these frustrations that keep coming into the production of this first song, Moonchild. And, um, you know, and then it came, came to collaborating back and forth. I didn't know how to do that either. It was a completely different, you know, to to let somebody else in on my my art that I wasn't even used to myself being an artist, let alone bringing another artist in. So it was all a very challenging process for me, um, even just in terms of learning how to communicate and say, oh yeah, I like that, I don't like that. And I, I, you know, I had this kind of like Minnesota nice culture thing where I didn't know how to say what I needed. And I had to learn how to do that. And Joel really helped cheat and helped me with that part of things too. Um, but I would say, you know, producing Moonchild was kind of like, Oh, I don't know. It was just the most challenging one on the record. So, so I went away for a weekend to this, um, kind of this little hermit cabin, just this little one room, no electricity cabin, in the middle of the woods. And, uh, I used to do that a lot more often. And, um, it's really just such a rich time for me because I have four kids and, um, you know, a busy life and sometimes it's nice to get away and I really value quiet. So, so I went away and, and the song I'll let go was what came out of that time where I just brought my guitar with me and, you know, basic foods. And I think it was fall, late fall and everything was gorgeous. And, and so you kind of pick up that feel in the song, like lay me down in the autumn leaves. And it, it gives you this feeling it, I hope in the song kind of being at the end of the world, you know, like you're in this desolate place where you're just like, you're ready to just step off this precipice and just hope something or somebody will catch you. And just kind of this piece of like, laying in the autumn leaves um and I think part of that just the, the feel of that the the emotion behind that was maybe my frustration with producing that first song and feeling like I can't do this you know um and and so I'll let go is kind of this like oh man I need to I just want to stop striving so hard and I just want to lean in to who I am and what I've made I've been made to do and um, and not be so like tight-fisted with it all the time. And so, yeah, that song is actually very 
very personal. And so um, when it came to uh, producing it too, I didn't want there to be a lot of extra production on that song. And so, you know, you get that simple, that simple pared down feel of just the guitar and the fiddle in there. Um, that fiddle is actually me playing. I, I wrote those parts and then sent over uh, scratch tracks to Joel and we were thinking we were going to hire, you know, a session musician to come in and play those parts. And then we were both like, hmm, I wonder if this maybe actually fits the song, just kind of the raw quality of those fiddle parts. So there's actually a lot of humor in that story. I know it sounds very serious, but the funny part of it is like when I was learning the fiddle, it's like, hang on, Joel, producer Joel, like I'm just going to quick teach myself the fiddle so that I can write fiddle parts. And then, you know, and he's just like, quit sending me so many fiddle stems. Do it 
Capital Sons, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown.
That was Minnesota rock and roll band Capital Sons with a song called See a Thing off their 2022 EP, Passages. Check out CapitalSons.com to learn more about Carl and the fellas and where they're rocking next. I'd like to take a minute or two to thank the two sponsors of this week's podcast, Ivy Chrysler's Umbrella and the BDL Club. According to the weather folks, we have another doozy storm coming this week. The dog's got to get to the vet, though, and I have confidence we'll actually get there, no matter what the weather may be in my black Jeep Cherokee get from ID Chrysler. With 250,000 miles, my old car was just too much for that poor thing to take, that poor Pontiac vibe. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff can more helpful be choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I called it at the time, musicians credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours on Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zombrota today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in an open road in a new ride. The BDL Club, one of my favorite bars in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The BDL Club is located on the corner of County Road B and Dale, and their motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a stone cold truth. December 22nd, I'll be rocking with the keyboard extraordinaire Stephen C. at the BDL Club for Christmas cocktail show, 7 to 10 p.m. Do not miss it. Natalie, Shelley, Dustin, the entire bar staff, all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. My libation of choice is a classic Greyhound cocktail, and there to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, taste a little devils. Live music, pool table, pull tabs, Tuesday night, chess society, bingo, meat raffle, bocce ball, Thursdays, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one. Now, tonight, before the storm, after the storm, whatever. Julia Brown, Ross Johnson, and Priscilla Thomas of the Minneapolis-St. Paul-based trio Bear Flash talk their new album, A Guide to Dancing Alone, and after I'll be spinning their song, Shack Out Back. How did the CD release show go at the Urban Growler? It was awesome. It was really, um, you know, we've been kind of doing our the circuit of, you know, festivals, tap rooms, cafes, that kind of thing. Uh, which is great and we love it, but it's, you know, your kind of background, right? Like people are having conversations, they're eating dinner. Um, but this was kind of a chance for us to really show what we've got and to our friends and family. Um, I was talking actually to, to Krista, who, you know, who said to me, well, you know, an album really shows really like a wedding, right? Cause it's all your people coming together, <laughs> celebrating a thing that you did. Um, and it's a lot of work and everything, but it was such a treat to have Reed Kruger, who produced the album and played drums on the album, and he played with us, and he had this incredible sound team, uh, Mandy Facet, who was just the brilliant string player, uh, and uh, our backup vocalists who were on the album actually came to do some of our songs live, so it was definitely like the most sort of produced an epic show that I think we've ever done. Or maybe ever will do. Or maybe ever will do, but <laughs> it was really gratifying, and uh, we had cake, and it was great, and Pen- I don't remember a minute of it. Usually if things go well, I ha- it's blacked out of my brain, and so I think it went well because I remembered nothing. 
Yeah, people really had fun. People had a good time. That's outstanding. What Do you have more shows coming up? Right now we're in a sort of a quiet period, but one of the reasons why we love talking to you is the album, we were just getting our feet on the ground when COVID hit. So we were getting more bookings. I had a regular, um, a monthly uh, residency at the Black Dog Cafe in St. Paul. Oh, yeah, I'm a St. Paul boy. I love love St. Paul, man. And uh, Black Dog was a fantastic room to play in, and it was a great listening room. So the whole world shut down just as we were getting our feet under us. So we shifted quickly into making the album mode. We all had songs we had drafted. They were a lot more in working form before that happened. But we, it was sort of like, oh, crap. Um, but then we turned, you know, lemons into lemonade. And actually with Reed at Waterbury uh, Music and Sound, uh, who was a, a friend of Julia's, we said, well, let's record. So we literally recorded most of the album individually, not even in the same building for almost all of it. So part of the challenge was keeping it sounding fresh and live. And we think we pulled that off. It was kind of a funny thing where we made this whole album over, you know, two, three years. And then when we were going to have a release show, we were like, oh, we have to learn these songs. We actually have to learn how to play them together because, you know, we've done like six tracks of everybody and all this stuff. And so it was actually kind of a nice... Uh, we learned, you know, com- coming at the songs from a different angle than we had been during the whole recording process and kind of kept us from getting sick of it. <laughs> that's that's great. That's great. So where did you track the album at? At Waterbury Music and Sound, which is Reed's studio. and In uh, north, northeast Minneapolis. Northeast Minneapolis. And so we would go in. We did it there, but we would go in one at a time. And then he would come downstairs and set us up. Uh masked yeah and and you know make sure that the mic was in the right position or something like that and then he'd go upstairs and and record from up there yeah so you're just alone kind of in like a little <laughs> isolation bubble yeah. and and then as far as arrangements we just passed files back and forth to each other so that we knew what we were doing when we go in when we went into the studio but we yeah. We recorded a lot at home and said, you know, what do you think of this? Or can you put a harmony vocal on this and let's see what that sounds like? And Yeah, I learned audio skills like working in a digital audio workspace. I didn't ever really want to learn, <laughs> <laughs> but but it became yeah. really helpful. Reed also, we can't really say enough about him because we approached him with this and, and we asked, would you possibly be able to do drums on a couple songs? And before we knew it, he has drum on 13 tracks. There's drums on 12 of them. And they really influenced the songs, took them into a really different space, which I was really thrilled with. Mm -hmm. It was thrilling because he listened to the songs and he had a great sense of what the song was, where it was going. And he would just say, well, how about this kind of a drum feel and it was always just, he nailed it right on the head right away. Yeah. It was and, amazing. And there's really no not a lot of duplicates, you know. It's like, okay, this yeah. is Bossa Nova. Okay, can you sound like, you know, a sort of like martial, like field battle drum? Okay, can you sound like... Western Swing. Yeah. <laughs> like everything was different and he just adjust, 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 which that's such our vibe. You know, we don't we don't like to repeat ourselves too much in terms of, of how things sound. So it was nice to find a collaborator. And Mandy, uh, who plays strings, Mandy's the same way. Is the she same just way. Said, they're just like, do this? Yeah. yeah, they're just going to take it and run with it. That's great. What's some, uh, individually, 
What's your favorite tracks on the album? Oh. <laughs> Priscilla, you start. <laughs> I like Solitaire Waltz. I love that. And that, you know, that was a big thrill for me. That's the one I really want to play on the on, on the on the podcast. I love oh, that song. Good. That we should mention that one of the things that we really like to do is somebody will write a song but then someone else will sing lead on it. So that's a song that Ross wrote that I sing lead on and it's it was so fun to like interpret something that somebody else wrote you know yeah and I, but I don't know I what's the I song really, about not a song what, on the album that I don't like oh wait yeah. what's what's solitaire what's waltz what's about? was yeah. what's the story behind that song yeah the solitaire waltzes when I was younger I was sort of like a wannabe hippie and it was like you know <laughs> In that mode, it's like you don't have a lot of responsibilities, but you're almost always looking for some place to crash, hang out, uh, or, or, you know, so have people take care of you. And for me, that song sort of took me in that direction. You know, it's like, you know, the world would be a much better place if we all just took better care of each other, which is sort of a hippie mantra, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where that song came from. And I have a lot of influences in the bluegrass kind of environment so like a waltz especially with the fiddle on that uh and the harmonies that uh julia and priscilla do um just made that vibe just right on that song for me and i think also it's really you know as uh priscilla was saying we're we're very much a team so it's not like a you know Nick Sterling and the Stud Brothers, or this week, <laughs> there's no real lead to our to the three yeah. of us really. Each of us take on a different role, but we throw it at the wall and we see what works, and we pass songs around for lead vocals and instruments, and and I think that's part of what makes it so fun for me, anyways. Yeah, yeah, and that waltz. I mean, we love a waltz, and we named the album "A Guide to Dancing Alone." Really, kind of as a nod to that, we've kind of all done whether it's a waltz or like kind of a jazzy sort of bossa nova thing, you know, so the sort of dance influence is in a lot of this stuff. Another song I liked a lot was Between the Lines. Who did that song? Ross That is a Ross one as well. Yeah. And And that's one of the ones I was going to mention as one of my favorite songs because it just, that song just makes me happy to listen to the sound of it. And Julia, again, that song, Julia, uh, sings it beautifully. That's a good example of a song where Reed's contribution really changed it up. It went from being very much sort of like a speedy sort of a country song to being, you know, I feel like it moved it into more of a poppy vein, which mm-hmm. uh, which I really like. You know, I, that, the less you can paint a letter on us, the happier we are. <laughs> <laughs> so. You guys do a variety of styles. It wouldn't have surprised me if in the middle of one of these someone dropped just a hip-hop Rap in the middle of one. Right, next album. Next, next album. album. Yeah, we don't quite have the skills there. We're gonna yet, find somebody who makes beats, and we're gonna yeah. work at it. Oh, it's but we can't state categorically that we practice and often perform with bourbon on board. So <laughs> that, that could happen. I'm tired of living in the shack out back of your heart. You don't want me around, then you don't like to be apart. You won't let me in, you won't let me go. Now I'm out of here pounding on your big front door. I'm tired of living in the shack out the back of your heart. She left you in the dirt so long ago. 
little rich girl with the right shade of hair. She was the one who could take you to the top. I guess what you saw wasn't really there. You told me once I was your real love. home this week's episode of the minnesota music shakedown is another song by one of the featured artists this week kelly smith with her song marriage this has been the minnesota music shakedown if they toss her buck or two in the podcast tip chart please go to patreon.com forward slash mark Stary music if you like what i do check out my website mark music.net for song or artist submissions please email me at mark music at gmail.com or message me on social media thanks for tuning in till next time
Thank you. 